Hello, and welcome to Conversations Between Widows. I am one of the co-hosts, Tanya Wilson. And I'm your other co-host, LaSharma Jefferson. And we're bringing you weekly conversations about our widow journey. Our purpose is to provide our listeners with a window seat into how two young women who became widows too soon are navigating life after their loss. Our goal is to provide another support system to other widows on the same journey to help them feel less alone. You'll laugh, you'll cry, and shake your head profusely in agreement to what Tanya and I and our guests are talking about. So come on in and enjoy the conversation. Tanya, how are you? I'm good. It is nice and sunny in Michigan, but I might need a little breeze. You know, I like it hot. It's a little too hot. It's a little too hot. Today I stayed in. And I don't like staying in, but I had to take a break from the heat. Oh, it was just my a little, little too hot. It had a little. It didn't have the breeze that it needed. <laughs> a little breeze here and there. I understand. Well, Killa, can you imagine having to take a picture with approximately 40 to 50 women? Uh-oh. And gathering under the sun to get a photo, you know, perfect photo. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was my sorority's um, leadership retreat. And today was our wrap-up session. And so okay. we took some pictures outside, you know, before we got into the program. So it was quite interesting standing out there in the sun. And, you know, it was COVID, so a lot of people still had their mask on. And so we're trying to take our mask off real quick for, you know, when the photographer was ready. But all the women were like, oh, y'all testing my deodorant today. You know, like, oh, I'm starting to sweat. We all going to have shiny faces and everything. So, yeah, that was quite a challenge, you know. And when, and when and just for a brief moment, the sun went away and a little breeze came in. <laughs> so everybody was, like, super excited. Like, oh, good, the sun went away. And, you know, usually we want the sun, but it was too hot. It was too hot. We were definitely uh, ready for that breeze. Yes, I think we were getting that Florida type of weather in the summertime here where we didn't get that breeze. So I'm glad that, um, you know, I do like when it's hot, like 85, 90, but with a breeze. When, when, <laughs> right, we don't when need I all don't, the humidity, you know, it's that yes. humidity that hurts. Yes, that's when the, the that's when it gets real. It's, it's you versus the sun being like, oh boy. So... Well, I'm I am glad to say that it is summer. I felt like it was summer these last couple of days. Yes. <laughs> you know, Mother Nature, you know, she done came back and started doing us right and you know yes. did away with all of that disastrous rain, you know, that was causing the flooding and power outages and Absolutely. everything. So, you know, we got a break. Yeah, we got to appreciate, you know, these summer days. Because, you know, when you get into August and, you know, September, it's like, oh, the day, these warm days are winding down. So we got to soak them 
all in every little bit that we can. Absolutely. So today's topic, I think, is a much needed discussion because it did happen. <laughs> yes, and it does happen all the yep. time. Oh, uh, yep. I think it's just the beginning. <laughs> so we're going to get started with talking about uh, what is it? Willow, Willow scamming. Yes. Willow scamming. Yes. yes. Absolutely. And, you know, it it really is a thing, you know, and um, I guess when you when people look at the word willow, you know, and they see that category for some reason, you know, the predatorial people look at that like, oh, this is a woman, you know, she's sad, you know, she's vulnerable. You know, the ones that are looking for financial gain, they could be thinking, oh, she may have inherited, you know, some money or, you know, something. So they target, you know, they target women when they are in their most vulnerable situation. And now the funny thing is, I totally expect that from men, right? Right. But... In the last couple of days, I had an encounter with a female that was trying to take advantage of widows. And it it came in the strangest way um, in one of our widow support groups. And, you know, you're in the same one, but I think you were out and about doing what you're supposed to be doing on a Saturday night or was that Friday night. I think it was a Friday. Was it Friday? Yeah, yes, yeah, yes. you were out, you know, you were out hanging out, enjoying the nice summer night. I'm yes. sitting at home on my couch at, you know, eight o'clock, nine o'clock in the evening, feet stretched out. You know, I'm just in the house that day because I had spent my whole day out at um, the water that particular day. So I was pretty drained, you know, okay. but anytime I find myself at home and it's the weekend, I'll be feeling like, girl, you're supposed to be out somewhere having fun. But sometimes yes. I just cannot will myself to get up and go do something. So I'm a firm believer in listening to your body. So yes. I listen. But anyway, so to the story, a young woman um, was accepted into this into our widow group. And she, the first thing she did was says, I lost my husband. I don't have any family. Please help. And she put her number in the post. And so when I saw this, of course, my heart immediately like, oh, my gosh, she just lost her husband. You know, mm-hmm. like, we know what that we know what that's like. Right. But um, it was very strange for her to put the phone number in there. You know, so my my spidey senses. <laughs> Lord. Kinda, I know that's what I have to call them. So I'm thinking, wow, that's kind of different to put your number, you know, because it's an online group. And the beauty of an online support group is that, you know, you don't have to, you know, call and talk and, you know, you can just reach out to whoever is available at that time. And, you know, and what do you call it? Anonymity, you know, mm-hmm. you, kinda, you know, so we're kind of keeping things personal to ourselves so it's very uh, unusual you know for someone to post their phone number in right. the open forum like that so I saw that and I part of me wanted to call because I was like okay she put her number out here and then I said well 
I don't know. You know, I don't want to, you know, be calling and now she's going to have my phone number and all of the stuff. So I decided to reach out to another young lady. Uh, no, actually what I did first, I didn't do anything. I wrote her number down and right. then I had second guests calling her. And then I went off to do something else and I came back and then I saw that a couple of other people had responded to her post and just, you know, kind of saying the things that we say, you know, sorry for your loss. We're here for you. Welcome to the group. You know, we're here to support you. So I went on and I put my message, you know, a similar message in there. Mm. But I then was surprised to get a private message from her. And she says, can you call me? Or are you able to talk or something? I'm thinking, okay. (laughs) I'm still kind of, I'm leery. I'm like, oh, that's different. And so then then I said, oh my God. I'm like, she must really need to talk. And of course, you got to be in the right headspace. I'm a person. I got to be in the right headspace. Because I don't know what I'm getting ready to encounter. If I call you. I don't know what where your emotions are about to be. I was just because she said I just lost my husband. I don't know how soon that happened. You know what I mean? Like right, was it yesterday, right. two days ago, whatever. So, but then I thought, I said, well, let me reach out to one of the other people that had responded to her post. And I so I emailed one of the girls or I messaged her, you know, I said, Hey, you know, did this young lady message you? And the woman responded back that the woman did message her. And she Mm -hmm. told me that, you know, she prayed for her. And um, I think that's pretty much what she said. She just said, you know, she just prayed for her. So then I'm thinking, okay, well, maybe that's just the kind of support that she's looking for. So I said, okay. So then I felt a little bit more at ease calling her. So I did the star six, seven, because I still didn't want my number, you know, to be out there. So mm-hmm. call her and, you know, I say, well, how, you know, how are you doing? And, you know, she's not overly emotional or anything. You know, she's like, oh, you know, just not good. And, you know, I lost my husband. You know, she gives me her story. And um, so there wasn't any immediate acts. But, you know, as I start inquiring, I'm like, well, you know, do you have children? Because she said she didn't have any family, you know, in this post. And I'm like, well, do you have children? Yeah, I'm trying to say that she live alone. Is she caring for young children? You know, mm-hmm. she told me she had a daughter. She said she had a daughters, you know. So I just probe a little bit. And I don't want to make the story too, too long. But just some things that she wound up saying in that conversation were making me feel like, okay, she's looking for money. Because then she wound up saying, you know, she needs to get her husband's body to another state Oh, and, wow. you know, she, um, you know, I don't have, I don't, she didn't have any family and she didn't know how she was going to do it. So I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. so she's trying to get money. So then I say, well, have you thought about maybe doing a GoFundMe page? And, you know, you can tell your story. A lot of people do this, you know, they'll donate, you know, and help you based on your story that you give. And so then she says, oh, she says she didn't think about that. Then she comes and says, well, I really only need $60. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> I said, now, if you're trying to get to another state, you only need $60 for gas. It just wasn't, you know, the this information was just sounding really, really shady to me. And so she wound up getting off the phone with me and she was like, oh, uh, well, I, I got to go. I got another car coming in. I get this. She said, it might be family. 
So I'm like, okay, but you said you didn't have any family. You know, so her story just wasn't lining up. And so I wound up then going back to the person who I had messaged, you know, if she had contacted this person, then I talked to her and said, well, did she ask you for any money? Then she wound up telling me that she did, um, that the girl had told her she needed $140. And, um, you know, had told her a similar story about having to get to another other state and everything. And so it, I just really felt um, bad. But of course, you know, anytime you give to somebody, like I told the young lady who did give her money, you know, she didn't do the wrong thing. Because you have to give as your heart directs you to give. Mm-hmm. And we really can't worry about if somebody is using it for the reason that they say, you know, that they need it. You know, God is going to bless you according to how you gave. You know, so she didn't do anything wrong. And we still don't know for sure what that girl's need was, because whether she lost the husband or not, or what her real deal was, you know, you know, she may have really needed something, but coming at a widow group with the story about, you know, losing your spouse, knowing how that's going to touch us, widows mm-hmm. who have been in that place, you know, it just really kind of upset me because then I really wonder, like, how many other people did she reach out to and tell right. them that she needed $50, $100, $60, you know? And so and we as widows, we just have to, really be mindful, you know, of how we, or how people are targeting us. So have you, have you ever had anything like that happen? Oh, knock on wood, not at this time. Now, oh, that one's a tough one because you, your heart does go out, you know, to that person. Then Mm -hmm. I have somebody I didn't, that I knew try some stuff. Yes. That I'm not gonna go into that on this <laughs> podcast. We we you know that story, but I I have been questioned to call somebody before, and I have, and it was a legit conversation. We talked uh, about their feelings, where they was at, and I feel like at the end of that conversation, it really helped the person, and that person genuinely needed help. Mm-hmm. Uh, when this happens, it kind of makes you put a halt on some of your, you know, your purpose. You never know how, you know, you don't know who to trust at that point. And yeah. then it kind of takes away from the widow that really did need that conversation, that really did need to be talked off the edge or that was mm-hmm. really having a moment because you over here trying to get $60 or whatever amount out of people that are genuinely just because you might think we have, we we don't. The rules are a little bit different than they were 20 years ago, 30 years ago, 40 years ago. Mm-hmm. And just because somebody is deceased does not mean you're in a, a load of money. You know what I'm right. saying? And, you, mm-hmm. no, and like you were saying, like, and, you know, we're giving out of the kindness of our heart uh, because we know how it is to struggle. So that's what, something that I think they need to understand. We're not giving it just to say, oh, here you go. We donate to anybody, everybody. Come through, anybody. Right. Mm-hmm. No, we're not doing that. We're doing that because we're, you know, we're a widow mom too. Because I know you said she mentioned she had kids. We're a widow mom too. And we know how it is to, you know, be without your spouse, be without that second half when it comes financially. 
Mm-hmm. Um, or when you just need to have something done in the house, you got to find somebody, you got to pay somebody. Mm-hmm. We know how it is to pay for childcare. We know how it is sometimes to be alone because there are widows. Once that spouse leaves, it's like they get the secondary losses where they lose um, family members or his family support or, you know, her family support if it's a widower or vice versa or friends that was the friends of his, you know, of your spouse and they leave or anything can happen. The um, insurance, you lose insurance because you're no longer with the spouse. I experienced that. I ended up losing, you know, health insurance uh, benefits due to him passing. Um, They kicked us off at the 10, you know, within those 10 days. He died Mm -hmm. on the 20th. We had to be off on the 31st. So it's things like that. So I want the scammers to know you ain't just getting somebody that's gonna be just like oh rich and just breaking them off. No, that's right. Not. Because like even if you are fortunate, <laughs> excuse me, you know, mm-hmm. as a widow, you know, to be the beneficiary, you know, of an insurance policy policy that was more than just to bury your spouse. That money is to compensate you know, for what your spouse is no longer able to provide for you. Right. You know, and so, like you said, you have to go and get your own insurance. Now you are on his plan. Right. And, you know, the, the, the company kicks you off. So now you got to get your own plan, which could be more expensive. So the money that you may have gotten from a policy, that's to help make your life a little bit more comfortable. It's not mm-hmm. like you just get so much money to like, oh, I'm, I'm on top of the world now. <laughs> like it's to help, you know, make up for what you have lost in the right. sense of, you know, um, you know, the monetary value, you know? Right. And I agree. Like, um, it is just, she should have known she was dealing with good people the way you were, you know, you and the other young lady responded like you could call her right away. No questions asked, you know, let me call. Let me see. You know, you questioned yourself, but you never got on the phone. It was like, girl, what you want? Like you got on there. Yeah, you know, right. I, I went, you know, and I, when I started asking her questions, it was because she wasn't, I didn't really know what to expect. I really, honestly, I haven't really had a conversation with a widow like who I didn't already know, you know, from a previous experience. So I didn't really know what to expect, you know, when she answered the phone. I didn't know Mm -hmm. what she was going to say or what state she was going to be in. And so she wasn't really saying anything. So I'm just trying to get the conversation going to find out what she needed. That's what my initial questions were. Because, you know, when you put out there, you don't have any family. You know, I'm like, well, to say I don't have any family that means different things to different people. Right. You know, because we all come from somewhere, you yeah. know. And so, you know, you could have an adopted family, you know, you could have, you know, have family that you're just not close to anymore. You know, so I'm trying to find out what's going on, you know. So I wasn't trying to approach her from a place of distrust, but it was the question that was the answers that she was giving me and the inconsistency that was coming because then, like I said, she said she had daughters, but then maybe about a couple of minutes into the conversation, then she winds up saying, yeah, and on top of that, I was, you know, I was expecting, you know, after he was diagnosed with this illness and, you know, I have a four month old son. So I'm thinking, well, when I asked you about kids, you only said you had the daughter. Now right. you're telling me about a son. So then she kind of, to me, retrospectively, you thinking, 
okay, so she added this piece about you got this infant son to kind of pull on the heartstrings even more. Like, oh my God, now she's a mother of an infant too. You know, (laughs) it's like you just piling up all the sad, you know, the sadness. And some people, that's how they, they give, you know, based on things like that. You know, so people that have a manipulative spirit, it's like they know exactly what to say, you know, to get what they need from people. Right. And see, that's the thing. Like, I think it's what my mom always says. When the story keeps going. Mm-hmm. Just keep talking. Yeah, it, it it's not the truth. If that story doesn't have an ending, as she would say, mm-hmm. uh, then it's not true. And that that that's unfortunately, you know, the issue at hand. But how does a young, you know, how does a widow keep from losing courage that there's more out there that need help? despite these scammers that come every now and then. <laughs> right. And, and like I said, I, I think really the, the first thing is, and that just goes, even like when you're out in the street, you know, we have a lot of panhandlers out here, you know, yes. on the corners, you know, we'll work for food or whatever, you know, they're saying that their story is. We don't know, you know, and it's unfortunate when we find out that, you have people standing on the corners that actually have homes and everything else, but this is what they're doing to get money from people. We know that that's the truth, but it's so many more cases where people are actually homeless and in need. You know, right. so the philosophy, you know, I live by is, you know, given it shall be given unto you and you just have to give as your heart directs you. You know, so if, if, if I had been led, you know, if I hadn't, if God hadn't put it on my heart to just, you know, I don't know. I don't want to say that I have a distrustful spirit, but when I have it, I have it. And I know it's a reason for it. <laughs> like, I don't just walk around not trusting, you know, things that people say and things like that. But, you know, you get a feeling, right. that intuition. And sometimes you got to go, you, you have to follow the intuition. You know, so the first person who reached out to her, she didn't have the feeling that I had, apparently, you know, that who knows what her conversation was like with that girl when she did call her. But from my conversation, I got a different feeling like, oh, Mm -hmm. okay. But at the same time, I didn't call her out on it. I did give her another option. It's kind of like, oh, well, if you really if you need some money, hey, have you tried GoFundMe? I gave her another option. But the Mm -hmm. fact that she didn't want to hear about that option was like, oh, okay, let me get off the phone with you. You got too many questions, (laughs) you know, so (laughs) we had to. You felt like she got off the phone with you because you was over there like you had your, um, what's my boy's name? Commando. Columbo. 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 Why call him Commando? Right. You know that. You know, that's my favorite TV detective. (laughs) Yeah. Wait a minute. We'll follow you in the uh, toilet. Right. Wait a minute. Just one more thing. Yes. One more thing. (laughs) Yes. Yes. You know, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So when she, she said, oh, I got another car coming in. But when I knew when she said that, I saw she getting off the phone with me because I'm not going in the direction she was hoping that I was going in. Yeah, you know, she was hoping for a transaction and mm-hmm. uh, your transaction was stuck between, say that again, and what you need it for? And she right. was like, no. Uh-huh. You know, and you know, and then when you say an amount, oh, I just need sixty dollars, 
Well, yeah, that's that's a very doable amount, you know, for both most people, you know. So, again, you shouldn't know what to say. You're not going to say, oh, my God, I need five thousand dollars. You know, no, she gonna say I need 60 because I might have been able to give her 30. You know, maybe if she gets somebody else on the phone, she might be able to get some more little money from them. And, um, you know, but that's why when you are operating in online spaces, mm-hmm. you do have to be careful because, you know, there are predators out there. And because people are able to do so much with a little bit of personal information about you, mm-hmm. you know, that's why I was like, oh, let me see. What's that code you have to put in the phone so your number don't show? Because by it's the time, 67. Right, so I had to remember that because I'm like, you know, if she sees my name on my profile, you know, you can go into my profile and see other things, you know, that I may mm-hmm. not have, you know, hidden from you know, the public and you get my phone number, you know, maybe in the conversation, I might slip up and let you know the the state I live in, you know, manipulative people and, you know, technical savvy people. We know what they can do. These people out here, um, I mean, just getting into your bank accounts and Mm -hmm. everything. So you got to be careful how you're proceeding in online environments. And that's why a lot of times when you have groups, uh, these Facebook groups, you know, they have rules out there. You know, they discourage people from, um, you know, giving personal information, you know, from um, meeting up with people. I think one of our little groups that we're in, I think they even discourage the question asking people where they're from. We yeah. get that all the time. Everybody, what state are you in? You know, they have some groups that say, no, that's a no-no. It's an online community. Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to be trying to connect with people, you know, in your same state, you know, but if you guys develop a rapport, you know, privately through instant message, you can exchange whatever information you want to exchange. But within that group, you know, there are certain rules that you're supposed to follow. And when people break a rule, you kind of have to look at, oh, wait a second, we're not supposed to put our phone numbers out there like that. I mean, you put your phone number out there, anybody could call you. Yes. Yeah. No. Yeah. Anybody could call you. And that's the, the risk you take. Well, when I made the first phone call, you know, to a widow that needed, you know, just a little somebody to be a listening ear. It was the fear of, oh, God, here I am with my phone number out here. And mm-hmm. I don't know what to expect. I never had to call anyone. But again, it's just knowing, you know, being aware is almost being aware of your social surroundings. Mm-hmm. And that's how you got to look at it. It's, you have to be aware of the social surroundings when being someone that's in social media or on social media. And I don't see social media really going away. So this is going <laughs> to probably be the new way of people. Before used to call you and they'd be like, okay, we need your bank account right now or your, your whole house will blow up or something crazy like that. Um, now it's the, oh, I need that, you know, the GoFundMe's and donating and find, you know, that stuff now. So it's like, you gotta really be really like questioning, you know, everything that comes your way now. And I know people don't really want to do that. Yeah, you don't want to have to go through life, you know, being so cautious of everything, yes. you know. And um, <clears throat> that's why, too, you know, it's also important, you know, to be prayerful, 
you know, ask God to, you know, cover you, you know, and protect you, you know, from the predators, you know, they're out there, they're out there online, they're out there in person, you Mm, know, know, I mean, even like we as, you know, as Willow, you know, women, you know, we have to, we talked about our handyman chronicles, you know, Mm. we have to let these handyman come over here and give us quotes and stuff for things that we need done in our house. They're always, they're in a position, you know, to take advantage of us because, you know, as women, they know a lot of times that we don't know the going rate of certain things and we just need it done. You know, right. most time if one woman have a problem, look, I just need it fixed. <laughs> and, yeah. and time is of the essence. I might not feel like, or I might not have time to call five people, you know, to get all the quotes and decide who I want to get, like, um, our friend that we had on the call, Azure, <laughs> I yes. remember when she was saying that her husband, that he was the one that would, you know, check on the consumer reports and, you know, weigh out everything mm-hmm. before making a selection. But, you know, women, we don't always operate like that. You know, sometimes you want to, but when you have things that are broken in your home and you need it fixed, sometimes that's not the project that, you can take the time to call five different people out. You know, it's hard enough to get the one out. (laughs) So you got to hope that when that one does come, that they don't come with some astronomical price, you know, that they know is, you know, over the going rate. And they will take advantage of you. They will. Yeah. I wonder, you know, we, we had that talk, um, last week with the widower uh kevin massingill we'll mm-hmm. have to maybe have him back on another time but we didn't get a chance to get into uh with him like where he might have felt like as a widower you know does he ever feel taken advantage of with anything you know with mm-hmm. now that he doesn't have his you know the wife there anymore and for the things that the wife was doing i wonder if there's anything that he that he has to do now that I don't know maybe it's just different for men you know that's why we need to talk about it you know with a a gentleman with what they're going through because these are the things that we have to deal with you know um male dominated industries taking advantage of us (laughs) you know I would love to hear what he had to say because I wonder do he get that problem because if he has a daughter, so it'd be like if she has to go get her hair done or, you know, mm. does he have to be e- extra cautious or do women, because you got to look at it this way, too, do women use that time because they know that their daughter is the soft spot. Mm-hmm. They try to get in with the daughter more so to get to the guy. Oh, to get to the man. Mm-hmm. And that's like what he's dealing with. <laughs> right, these women throwing themselves out of my, oh, his, his wife is gone. He needs somebody to, you know, step in and help him out, you know? Yeah, they may be doing extra baking of cookies or something. <laughs> right, send the baby with her hair braided and a cake. Oh, here's a nice pound cake for y'all. Mm-hmm. Well, Come so that like he might be cleaning up then, getting some yeah, dinner. He, <laughs> yeah, he could be cleaning. We have to see where he's at because, yeah, he could be cleaning up. He could be getting all the perks that, Whereas we're the opposite. Oh, yeah, they get in, you know, through our kids, but then, you know, they come in with the more shenanigans side of mm-hmm. 
Man, I swear it's a man. If like you have find a, a guy and he's offering to help you out, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, what do you want in return? You know, because most of the time they are not trying to help you out for nothing. You know, right. so that's unfortunate, but we definitely just want people, you know, our widow community to be aware that just like there are men predators out there you know, for widows, watch out for the females too. Cause that was like truly my first experience, you know, seeing that happen. Like, wow, this woman is really out here trying to, you know, just get her some funds together for whatever reason. But she came after the widows with the story that she knew very well that we would be susceptible to. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I... And I will say, just to follow up how that, that whole story ended, I did let the um, the administrator of our group um, know about it, you know, right. just, and I didn't tell her, hey, I, what I did tell her was that you might want to check into this. This is my experience with her. And, you know, I did tell her that, um, you know, the other young lady in our Willow group had, had contact with her as well. And mm-hmm. I didn't know how many other people had talked to her, you know. So I, I let the admin handle it, you know, as she saw fit. And she did tell me that, you know, she did remove the person from the group. Yeah. You know? So definitely, I, think- here, I just want to say, if you ever start a Facebook group or any kind of group on social media, you are kind of, you're the admin. So you are in charge of that group. You set the rules for that group. You have to hold the members accountable, you know, and I don't know if it's like a certain uh, set of guidelines for having your group that you're supposed to follow. You know, I think it is, you know, on Facebook, there are certain things you have to do and things you can't allow. But then even as just the admin of your personal group, you can establish, you know, whatever do's and don'ts, you know, that you want to establish. And it's up to you to make sure, you know, that those things are being followed. And when something is brought to your attention, you have to act on it. So I really do appreciate that our group admin was so quick you know, to handle that situation. Yes. And that's the, that's the good about that. That's, you know, like I said, it's kind of like guarding your bank account. You mm-hmm. got to guard your social media account because you get hacked. You can get hacked. You can get, it can, anything can happen. So you got to also be aware of when you run in groups, people trying to run scams. Like you mentioned before, the community standards, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And then you know you're in a good group when the admin, you know, works quickly to get that issue resolved because they don't want any more, per, you know, people to be preyed on. But if you do find yourself, as I call it, getting hoodwinked, <laughs> uh, don't feel bad because that just shows how good your heart is. And yep. that, that who gives it should receive it. And yep. For the person who knew that her story or him or her who knows that they are doing this to run a scheme, karma has a way of catching up. And sometimes (laughs) it comes at a time when you don't need it to come and you have to feel that heat that comes with that karma. So 
That's right. Because <laughs> that's why I was I wanted to make sure, you know, the young lady who did tell me that she gave her money, you know, I, I didn't want her to feel bad. You know, I'm mm-hmm. like, just because I stood up and I watch Lifetime movies all day, you know, so <laughs> that that keeps my my spidey senses like on alert because that show is all about your best friend stabbing you in the back. You know, Lord, so sometimes I, you know, sometimes literally and figuratively, unfortunately, in that show, those movies. But, you know, sometimes stuff just don't sit right with me, you know. So I'm like, that's how my spirit led me. But if hers led her to give something, I said, you did what you thought was the right thing to do. And, you know, God is going to judge you according to that. You know, easy. I look at my lifetime, so you already you be ready to solve the case. <laughs> I do. You like I'm murder always, she I'm always I love I love murder she wrote. I love Jessica. Yeah. I love all of that stuff, you know. So it's always the who done it. So I do tend to sometimes, you know, think from a suspicious angle. You know, sometimes that works for me, sometimes that works against me, you know, but I, I have to always you know, have perspective about things, you know. But I yeah. do I do think in that case that my intuition was right about what was going on mm-hmm. because I could have just kept it to myself and just said, oh, hmm, I'm not giving her no money and just got off the phone. But that would have been a disservice to everybody else in that group because all I could think of, I even thought about you, you know, before I knew that, you yeah, know, you were out and about. I'm thinking, oh my God, I hope, you know, I hope Tanya don't call her because I know how your heart is. Yes. <laughs> I, I was like, I, I don't want Tanya to get scammed. I'm like, this girl. Like, she would have got TT on her cash app. Like, what the you mean, $60? Right. Yeah. So, so, yeah. No. I right. So I needed to think about time. everybody else. You know, I was like, I don't want her to be getting everybody. So I had to let the admin know. <laughs> Yeah, so yes. see, that's how my spirit was. So I didn't just think about myself. I thought about everybody else in the group. Because I'm thinking if that girl post has stayed up there all weekend, who's yes. to say? I mean, who's to say who would have called and just, oh, you just need 60? You know, you got 20 people that gave you $60 because they're thinking, oh, I lost, you lost your husband. You got this infant baby. You're all by yourself. You know, and run that story on other women who are, you know, suffering in their own loss. You know, because that was the thing that um, the young lady who did give her the money, I'm not you know, giving anybody's name. But, you know, that's what she said. This widow group has been very helpful for her. And that's what made her, you know, want to help this young lady because she's like, you know, this widow group has just been good to her. So she in turn wants to give Do back good. and help other mm-hmm. people, you know, and that's exactly what the woman was, you know, hoping for. Like, okay, I'm going to get some people who I'm going to tell them I got the same story they have, you know, and prey on people's, you know, their vulnerabilities. Yeah. Um, I agree that it is, it's very helpful. This was, you know, the little groups that we have found online have all have been very beneficial. This particular one has been extremely excellent and you get good hearted people in that group. So hopefully that would be the one and only that roll through, but we know it that's impossible, (laughs) but Yes. Uh, and then, you know, like I said, I got a heart ago right here. I've been, uh, oh my God, the, the babies need help. 
you know, I definitely, you know, I got a, you know, tender heart here. So I have to learn how to be like, like, I got to go back to my Matlock days. That was another. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, I, like, I liked him, too. <laughs> yep, Matlock. To tell me I was in Matlock's long lost niece. Yeah, I mean, Conrad. But yeah, um, yeah, I'm gonna have to go back to my Matlock days and be like, now, what did you say? Yeah, so we just have to operate, you know, in wisdom, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, just, you know, do the best that we can, you know, help those that we can help, um, you know, but we always just have to know that, you know, there are people out there like that, you know, who are only thinking about themselves. Right. You know, right. And I'm just very sad, but it's this the reality, you know, of the world that we live in. It is. So yeah. hopefully, you know, like I said, this is a one and done. If not, if another one occurs, we might have to follow it up. Yeah. <laughs> what a yeah. disclaimer that we are not here for you to take advantage of. That's and, right. You know, we got the great protector over us. You take one of, you know, you touch one of his people. There's something that, you know, you may have to pay the price later in life. That's right. That's right. And we're um, going to continue to educate, you know, other willows yes. as we get educated on this journey. So that I was already saying, okay, you got to watch out. You know, these men, they looking out. I'm like, oh, okay, the women too. <laughs> so, <laughs> like this. Mm-hmm. I'm like, we got it coming from all sides. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah. This, is, this has been a good topic. I'm sure that, you know, when people, when our listeners, when they probably see widow scammers, they're probably going to be thinking about the men, you know. Mm-hmm. But hey, we had a different surprise for you. You know, bad things come in all packages. Yeah. In all packages. So, you know, like they say, buyer beware. We must beware of, you know, everything coming up, what they say, um, wolf and sheep's clothing. I think so. Yeah, I think that's what it is, you know. So we just have to be careful, you know. Look at how that, look at how that sheep moving. Is it moving like a sheep or is it moving like a wolf? Yeah. And we're just going to put, yeah, we're just going to put on there that, the social. I'm sorry. You know, my dog decided to get her toy. Oh, okay. Where are you? Like, what is that little noise? Well, we we gonna let Honey make a debut. That, that was Honey's debut. That um, was Honey. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what the? Oh right. God. I heard you stop it. I was hoping you didn't hear it. I'm like, oh, she hear it. Caught off guard. But that's a, you know that's why it's, you know conversation between widows, Honey, because you never know what you're gonna get on here. You hear everything, everything, because right. the life doesn't stop. But yeah, it be maybe we'll let it title itself as you know, widow scammers, social media awareness. Oh, <laughs> there you go, there you go. So, because nowadays, I mean, that's that's like the biggest part of it is the social media that you got to work on. You know, because we got our bank account information out here. You know, we're doing. Just everything is, you know, done online. So that's how these people are are getting us and everybody else. You know, not just the widows, but everybody is, uh, you know, possible victim in anything out here. So we just got to be careful and we're going to do our best to, you know, keep you aware as we become aware. 
Yes, absolutely. Yes. Until next time. Until next time. All right. Talk to you soon. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.